0: Song is on SFM.
1: Hashtag Stay in the Fight, Youth of South Africa. For many young South Africans, the uncertainty of the future in the face of these COVID times and the lockdown has brought a lot of fear, anxiety, and of course, stress, perhaps even depression. Added to this are the huge amounts of job losses. According to the National Income Dynamics, coronavirus rapid mobile survey, three million people plus, it's probably closer to four million now, have lost their jobs since the start of the COVID-19 lockdown. The MD then of a youth specialist agency, Bravado, is urging young people to stay in the fight. And that person is Bongani Chinkada. And he should know all of this for he has survived near suicide attempt, overcoming depression, and again stood after losing everything. Now, on the cover of Careers Magazine, he shares his journey of rising through the ranks of his career, starting a successful business, losing it all, and starting again. Similar story to last night. To focus on young people because we had Dan, we had Tembaletu, and now Mr. Bongani Chinkanda, who is the founder and managing director then of Diaries of a Salesman and Bravado. Bongani, good evening. Thank you so much for your time.
0: Uh, good evening, Sangha. How are you?
1: Well, sir. How are you?
0: I'm good. You got my name right. One shot. Well done, buddy.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that indeed. Let's hear your story because um, many people fear, and for many, it might be the inevitable, especially in these very uncertain times. Whatever we have now, it's not a fact we will have tomorrow. But despite it all, and probably because of it all, it inspires one to fight. Therefore, hashtag stand the fight. Your story, please.
0: Yes, yeah. So I think uh, it goes back to... Um, 2015, I had been running um, a marketing and advertising agency which had grown from zero to about 18 million rand in turnover. And uh, through a fault of my own and the slowing economy and obviously uh, in advertising, um, money moving to digital platforms, uh, my business failed. I think it was actually around the same time, around September, uh, this was when I was starting to battle um, to try to save my business. So the business failed, and I um, I just didn't have the tools to survive failure. I, I really took failure very personally because I'm a very competitive guy by nature. So it's funny, um, we're doing a 100-kilometer challenge uh, on um, on Nike app with my friends running, and, and I'm on like 85, and I'm not feeling well. And I'm like stressing that, you know, uh, my end is coming and I won't achieve it. So it's the same sort of mentality I had back then where I couldn't just take the fact that I'd failed. I'd built this thing. Um, but uh, um, the toughest thing I had to do was to go work for a competitor. And when I was working for that competitor, who would beat obviously on pitches, and I'd park in the basement, I really felt I would leave my heart in the basement and my head would go up. And I didn't understand why. Um, at that time, I would shake. Uh, I would not. I would sleep at 11 at night, wake up at 1 o'clock and stay up the whole night um, until my aunt, who's a psychologist, came to visit us and said that, no, I'm depressed. And I was like, okay. I mean, depression is probably for white uh, women, and they normally go to psychologists. I'm a black man. How can I get depressed, you know? Um so I went to see a couple of psychologists that couldn't help me. And then I went to see a psychiatrist. So the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist is a psychologist speaks you through the problem, a, a psychiatrist medicates you through the problem. So by the time you see a psychiatrist, you're really down, far down the line. And I remember going into a room and she said, and this is now t- 2016 because like months have been going by. Now this is 2016 in March. And she said, you're going to commit suicide. Your eyes are dilating. You're not sitting uh, steady. Um, and there was a lot happening then. I had to sell. I was driving a Toyota Fortuna. I had to sell that. There were people who I owed money. were calling me. every Like Monday to Thursday was like fighting with people at old. So I owed family. I owed friends. I owed the bank. I owed a lot of people. And even the money I was getting was not enough to pay school fees, feed the family, but also at the same time back dates and like i was just struggling i I couldn't just map out everything so every day it was getting worse with the depression and i remember one night i think it was around 11 at night i took painkillers and i drank them and immediately i saw the pictures of my sons and i was like my sons are not gonna die i'm not gonna live without a father you know if i have to drive a taxi or if i have to beg uh, for me, just to stay alive uh, and support them, that's what I need to do. So I quickly ran to the bathroom, uh, put my um, put what was, uh my fingers down my throat. I vomited the medicine. Long story short, ended up being admitted at, at a Kiso Clinic in Parktown, uh, and then it gets better. When I came out of hospital two days later, we had a voluntary service, uh, voluntary separation agreement with my employer then, which is a way of saying we firing you because you're not delivering because i was in charge of new business. So that was mid-September, that was mid-June in uh, 2016. So I had to start again. You can imagine uh, being in society where you kids are in private school, where you've got all this trapping of what you call success, and you're losing all of them around you. So I was on an antidepressants for a long time. But um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine who said to me to say, and I was listening to a lot of motivational tapes then, and also reading a book by Joel Austin called The Power of I Am. And I started doing affirmations and calling out what um, was not into what would be. And I started building my strength. I started running again. And it was all of me trying to stay in the fight, and, uh, and I'll, I'll pray and, and, and funnily enough, the one thing that I've been, I, I strongly believe is that what you believe in and what you believe you are, you attract. So I didn't attract a lot of corporate employment jobs. I attracted a lot of opportunities in marketing and advertising. Um, so I started again, got into a B transaction with a couple of guys in Cape Town. The money wasn't great, but started building again and, and And long story short, um, in 2017, I was appointed CEO of um, uh, HDI Youth Marketing, a youth marketing specialist agency. And uh, getting into COVID-19, I had a feeling it was time to go back to me to being an entrepreneur. And I just started mentally preparing myself that something big was gonna happen during COVID. And I remember it it was on the 15th of May, My CEO, the group CEO, I was reporting because I was part of a bigger group, called me to tell me that they're closing down my business unit. So I was like, flip, here we go again, right? But luckily enough, I prepared myself that what's the worst? I sat when I was going into COVID-19 to say, what's the worst could happen? The worst that could happen is I would lose my job. What's the best that could happen? The best that could happen is we win a big contract and our business survives. And the worst happened. But when I, when I left HDI at the end of May, I was ready to face the world. So I started my platform called Diaries of a Salesman, which is an inspirational platform for entrepreneurs and small business owners. And then I started ge- having conversations with the guys at the Brave Group, and uh, we ended up forming Bravado, which is a youth specialist agency. And, 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 and when I look back to my journey, and it's not been easy, you know, I'm still pay- paying back a lot of debt because I owed a lot of people money. Um uh, uh, one thing that I've, I realized was that, firstly, um, I remember having another radio interview um, two weeks ago, is to say, every day I woke up and said, this is the day. This is the day things would turn around for me. And most of the days, it didn't. Um, and I remember uh, somebody advising me that the one thing that to give you hope that you need to do every day is make your bed. Because when you make your bed... You're giving yourself hope that when you come back to bed, no matter how ba- how bad the day is, you plan to sleep in a neat place, right? So, so that 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 kept me fighting. The other thing was my exercising and running, you know. So I'm, I haven't been that consistent to me, but the days that I am, um, it gives me uh, hope of achieving something new every day. So, so it it has exercise has got nothing to do with money or anything. It's just a pair of running shoes. And I'll go and run, and and I, I felt a sense of achievement. So um, I ran my first marathon at the beginning of this year. But you can imagine from running a kilometer to being able to run forty-two kilometers, it doesn't happen in a day. So it's consistent improvement day after day, and and that gave me joy. And and when I read up about exercise and what exercise does, especially to depressed people, and especially to people that are feeling hopeless, is that you you you, you get a it's like a it's like a drug it's a, it, uh, it's a chemical in your brain in uh, dolphins, so people who drink and um, and take drugs, the high that you get, you also get it from exercises, but you rather exercise than take um, those bad things. but it gives me hope every day that oh yesterday I was able to run five kilometers yeah I' am able to run five point five um six point six and then you build momentum to wanting to achieve more. Then you start reading books. So you finish a book this week and you finish a book next week. So that's how I stayed in the fight. And suddenly um, I started seeing improvement around me. So going back to leaving it. Hold it there. I think I've
1: got the gist. Bongani. Hold it there. I've got the gist of where the journey has taken you. I've got the gist of in terms of how you got to where you are. We have to take an ad break now. But I want to invite callers to participate in this because there are many who might probably be able to identify with parts of your journey for sure in terms of the losses and the victories and the false promises. Hashtag stay in the fight. Mr. Bongani Chinkhanda, founder and managing director of diaries of a salesman giving us insights into his corporate life and how things hadn't quite worked out certainly according to his dream but having all of that happen forming bravado and still essentially owning his destiny now to being the md of this youth specialist agency called bravado we are taking your calls on 891 he continues with his journey but specifically now the successes that have since come from the trials and tribulations please stay tuned we'll be back right after this
0: SMS SAFM now on four one three nine one.
1: Whole song is now. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. In conjunction with the theme of yesterday of creating human stories out of the very difficult times as a society and as the globe for that matter, we find ourselves in. We are just like we were yesterday in conversation with Mr. Bongani Chinkanda, a young man who has had fortune, who has had misfortune, and now again is swimming within the ranks of fortune. He is the MD of a youth specialist agency, Bravado. All of this coming from near suicide attempts, overcoming depression, losing job, one after the other, and essentially being forced to start from scratch. There's a line in the poem, If, by Rudyard Kipling. Among the many things that it says, I suppose what speaks best to the situation that Morgane finds oneself in now is... If that poem by Rudyard Kipling, if I going to try and find it now, but let, let's carry on, Bungani. Let, let's focus on the work that bravado is doing now. So clearly bravado focusing on the youth is you essentially connecting with the difficult stages of your life in which you were as a young man as well you are now in a position to better relate with some of the challenges, not necessarily all, but certainly some of the challenges that young people to this day might be facing, joblessness, unemployment, and the inability to even develop a sense of hope. Because with hope, you can always look forward to something. And I like the example of making your bed. Just focus on the work that Bravado does and how you have engaged young people. Yes, yeah,
0: so so what, what we do at Bravado is we want to connect Brands uh, and businesses, and even government, uh, with young people, right? Through different experiences, I think um, the hope. I always say, South Africa's hope lies in two things. It lies in the youth and the entrepreneurship, right? Uh, because government can't create jobs. Um, they, they they're not poised to. Uh, I mean, they, they they're not even being able to to manage the businesses that they're in charge of now. So. So we believe that um, we can create spaces in terms of the way that we understand young people through personal experiences, but also through research and insights, um, and then connect them with young people and try and solve the problems that young people are facing: gender-based violence, um, um, chronic unemployment, um, crime that manifests in, in certain ways, um, alcohol abuse, um, and drug abuse. So how do we how how do we get brands products businesses to interact with young people and we come up with ideas and different executions in terms of that
1: i appreciate that let's take a couple of calls first one is from pe good evening welcome indeed happy to have you again two nights in a row
2: Bungane, I wish Cyril Matamela is listening to this conversation. Or at least he will have it on Iona and carefully. I have a proposal which I am sure Cyril won't heed. That people like Bungane in the studio should be made minister of small business. I'll tell you why. You see, Bungane, People were failing, right? I hate them very much. Because they know what it feels like. And they fail forward. In other words, they fail, fall down, and pick themselves up. And number two, if got the people who lived more than 2,000 years, and that is Jesus, who, in my books, a revolutionary no one was killed by the, by the Romans. Now Bungani, two years ago, he saw a
1: group of Babungonde, sorry. Babungonde, can I please interrupt you and ask for this? Please drop us a voice note and we will play it. Here's why. I'm struggling to hear you and I'm sure my brother Bungani is equally in that position and he won't be able to give justice and credibility to your remarks. Very quickly please drop us a voice note, we will play it because every now and then you keep cutting and I'm sure it's 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 quite um disturbing to those at home who might not have the benefit of the clarity of my earpiece even in if it fails me. So I'm gonna move on from there. Let's go to Cape Town, Sichland or C no, I think it's Sichland. Sichland, good evening. Please correct my pronunciation of your name.
2: Evening, my name is Oabo. Oabo speaking yes. Um, um I believe that um, as a nation in South Africa, as a youth in South
0: Africa, born in the 90s, you know, um, we are experiencing um, deeper
2: wounds, you know, as a a youth. And, um, I mean, we... Oh, uh, are you there? Yes, yes, yes. So, basically, um, we are actually being... um,
1: Bongani, yeah. you would be made Minister of Small Business by Uba hopefully his voice note is going to come through, because you talked about failure, and he has recognized that despite it all and because of it all, you have failed forward. Just wrap up that particular yeah. piece in terms of what it means to you and the wonderful affirmation, really, that remark is. Yeah, so, so I, I
0: think for me, if I hear what is it to fail forward, I think we need, to, I, I, we need to let young people know that failure is not final, right? And failure is not a person. Failure is an event, you know? Um, and to get to success, you have to go through failure. Um, I, I, I don't think you'd have been interviewing me today if I hadn't failed, right? Nor would my partners at Bravado would have gotten into a partnership with me if I hadn't learned the lessons that I did during the period of my, my tribulation. So so we need to embrace failure. You don't go out intentionally to fail, but know that in your pursuit for anything, failure will come. And you need to take failure as your friend and ask yourself, what have I learned? And sometimes the difficult part is your own stupidity has made you fail. I mean, I remember I used to mix. I used to take money from the business and say, I'll pay it back next month, when um, it's a good month. And you never paid back. Uh, you know, business money belongs to the business. It doesn't belong to your own personal life, you know? Um, so it's those things that I've learned. And and, and 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 fortunately enough, I'm also mentoring other young people who are, are starting businesses, winning big accounts like I did, but helping them to make sure that they don't go through the same thing that I did. So I believe that when, when it's truly said that your test, your test will be a testimony, that's what's happening with me. So the, what I can give back is, is make sure that I share my story so that many people don't go through the pain that I went through.
1: Fantastic. Let's leave it there. We do appreciate your thoughts. We do appreciate especially your voice, of course, speaking about something which at some level or the other would invite some pain given the fact that it is a journey you have walked and a not easy one, certainly, not least when you speak about the fact that the flashes of the images of your young boy child when you had made the decision to take your life is essentially the difference between us having this conversation or not. So to you, big ups, and thank you so much, Mr. Bongani Chinkanda, founder and managing director of Diaries of a Salesman and Bravado.